Hello and welcome to the Northwest Woodworking Studio Podcast. This is Gary Rogowski. Today's topic is the block plane. And when I thought of this, I said, geez, how much do I have to say about this? This is It's a short topic. Yeah, pardon the pun. Yet, there's a wealth of things to think about. Let us begin. It was a um, tool, this block plane, that uh, my dad gave to me. My dad said, hey, you want any of those tools in the shed? Go ahead and take them. So uh, let me read you a short section from my book called Handmade on this uh, event. How is it done? How do you make a life where you get to create things with your hands that forces you to solve problems, mechanical, structural, and aesthetic while putting yourself through a variety of new and strange movements in order to build something good. How do you make at least a small living at it? How do you swim against the mainstream culture that wants only quick, cheap, and disposable? How do you answer the question, is there any value in quality? Back then I would wander over to the Sears store, and on the second floor I would gaze at the tool wall, wondering what in the world these things did. What sort of language did they speak? Forget language, actually. What did these tools actually do? I couldn't afford any of them yet, but I needed to know their purpose. I had no clue except what my books told me. Marking gauges? To mark what? Sliding bevels slid where exactly? Some of these tools my old boss Harvey and I had used pouring concrete, but a hammer only does one job really well, after all. A chalk box is not much help building furniture, nor is a shovel, I might add. What about chisels? These tools did not come with a manual. They were quiet and elegant and complete in their silence. It became clear that to do this work, I would have to teach myself these new skills. Jane was my partner and a godsend to me, a raven-haired beauty. She had the right amount of daring and nerve to stand up to me in my loud frustrations during my education. She helped me through this work while she supported us with her job at a veterinary hospital. Jane and I went back to that old house of my father's and to the tool shed out back where I had played and been punished in to get some of his old tools. I had the key, but I couldn't get it into the lock of the shed door, and no matter what I tried, it wouldn't fit. I was getting peeved, and Jane knew me well enough by then to step in and handle the matter herself. She got the key in the lock and promptly broke it off. <laughs> we were stumped. We had to go back in disgrace to my dad and get some bolt cutters from him to snap off the lock. We finally got inside this dim place. I stared out the one window of it, standing at the bench with a musty tool roll of Stanley number 45 plane irons in my hand. Those were my grandfather's, so I took them. I still have them close to my bench. Some tools of my father's I took as well, since he had no use or interest in them. His old Stanley block plane, a leatherhead mallet, a few chisels. I gathered up what I could, good and bad, and left that shed of memory behind. So that was true. That that happened. I grabbed my dad's uh, block plane and, and a few other tools, and I tried to learn how to use them. I was on my own, no one, to, no one to show me how, no one to teach me, no videos, no YouTube. Just me, down in the basement, trying to figure this stuff out. And so I had what is called a Stanley block plane, a number 103. Now the block plane is a small tool, a short tool, about five, six inches in length or so and a blade maybe an inch and a half wide and an uh, inch and a quarter wide. Um, and it is set up with its 
bevel on the blade bevel side up and then bed it on this plane at a 20 degree angle. So the grind of my bevel is about 25 degrees and my bedding angle is 20, so an effective cutting angle of 45 degrees. So there it is. Small, easy to handle with one hand. Carpenters, you see, uh, pull one out every once in a while to hack away at something. Um, and that's what I did with mine for a long period of time. I couldn't figure out exactly how to make this work. Now, I learned to sharpen with this tool, a very thin blade, very thin blade. Let's say very, very thin blade. So the bevel is very short as a result. And I used it. You know, my dad had, had given it to me, and so I, I, I wanted to be able to use it. But uh, it was hard to sharpen because of that short bevel. But, you know, my dad had given it to me. And then it was uh, difficult to adjust. That that bed was really short, and the, there's a little lever to, to move the iron forward or back, and that was really tough to to adjust. But my dad had given it to me. And uh, it didn't cut end grain all that well. And I thought that's what block planes were supposed to do, was cut end grain. And I didn't do that very well. It would kind of chatter its way across the surface. But my dad had given it to me. And then some years later, I got a number 102 low angle block plane from Lee Nielsen. And I put that hand plane of my dad's away because now I had a tool that worked. And what a difference. What a difference. What a world opened up to me when I found a tool that uh, that could do the job it was supposed to do. Now there is, um, I'm not sure you're aware of this gentleman, uh, a man named Patrick Leach who has a compendious uh, encyclopedia of Stanley hand planes and his opinion of them, his uh, um, history a little bit of them. Uh, he shows you how to how to date them, how to look at them. Um, but he does uh, insert his opinion uh, on his uh, website, uh, Patrick's Blood and Gore, uh, about these tools. Patrick Leach also sells hand tools if you're interested. And on that page for the Stanley 103 block plane, he basically says, he doesn't imply it, he says, it's junk. It's worthless. It's, it's a useless tool. And and at first I took umbrage at that. And then once I got that Lee Nielsen tool in my hand, I went, hmm, maybe he does have a point. So let's talk about the, the difference just in these block planes. As I said, the, the blade is set bevel side up. This differs from the assortment of bench planes from a number one through a number eight, which are arranged bevel side down. Those tools are bedded at a 45-degree angle. They sit on a chunk of steel called a frog, one of the more interesting words in the English language. Uh, many definitions for that word, uh, from the uh, surrounding of a buttonhole, the thing that you stick uh, flowers into in a vase, at the bottom of the vase is called a frog, uh, the uh, bottom of a horse's hoof, and this chunk of steel that holds a plain iron in place, as well as the amphibian. So the frog holds that iron at a 45 degree angle. Great. So that's an, the effective cutting angle. You can grind it at whatever you want, but since it's bevel side down, grinding it's not going to affect the effective cutting angle, 45 degrees. And then you have a standard block plane, which is bevel side up, bedded at 20 degrees plus 25. Do the math, 45 degrees. So what's the difference, I said? 
Turns out, well, not a lot in terms of cutting. Now, they're very different tools because one, let's take the number four that I use so much of the time, a number four smoothing plane, uh, is, is a good deal longer, twice as long. And so will true a surface better than a block plane. You need two hands to use it. And so the block plane becomes a more of a handy tool, something to have around, you know, for, for quick cuts. But once I got the low angle block plane in my kit, I realized some other things. Listen to this. Pay attention. First of all, the low angle block plane is bedded at a 12 degree angle. So that plus your 25 degree grind will yield a 37 degree cutting angle. So it's lower than that 45, obviously, which means a couple of things. The uh, lower your angle, your cutting angle, the easier it is to slice through wood. I mean, if you could cut at a one degree angle, it would be terrific. It'd be so easy, so little friction. But that's hard to do. So that 37 degrees is about as low as we get in a block plane. I grind my angle just a little bit thicker than that, or a little bit higher angle. So I'm at not a 25, I'm about a 27, 28 degree angle. So it's a little bit steeper, a little bit tougher for uh, the abuse this tool gets to take. But there you go. It's a much lower angle, so it's easier to cut through end grain, easier to cut through long grain. And with the Lee Nielsen block plane, there are a couple of other features that make it so much better than that old Stanley. So the blade is much thicker which yields a thicker, longer bevel, uh, which makes it easier to sharpen. Uh, it is A2 steel, so it's better steel than that old Stanley stuff. Uh, A2, A2 tool steel is air-hardened, uh, so it holds an edge. It's a little tougher. And the blade itself is bedded on a much thicker chunk of bronze to help hold it in place, and that holds the whole tool tighter. The uh, adjusting wheel um, is on a thicker uh, stud and it turns. Uh, it's easier to adjust. Uh, there are several things that just make it a much easier tool to cut with and hold in your hand. Now this tool, the 102, has a sort of a rounded body so that eliminates it as a tool for uh, truing an edge held on its side. So if you're shooting an edge eliminates it for that purpose but the number of jobs I use it for from cleaning up a surface very quickly to cleaning up end grain or putting on a final surface um, truing joints uh, working across the uh, edge of a door with a rail and style so that there's end grain and long grain both uh, showing and I can cut through both successfully chamfering shaping you know, working on templates with it. There's so many jobs that I do with this little tool that is, it has become the favorite tool in my kit. It's the one I really would have a lot of trouble being without. Um, and and yet the one that my dad got me is or gave me is, um, you know, it was it tried. It's still there. It's at the top of the toolkit, place of honor, but doesn't get used all that much. It must be pointed out that the low angle block plane does have some disadvantage. I was working with uh, 
Vinny, my editor from Fine Woodworking Magazine, uh, one year on a project, and we're you know talking about tools, and he said, "Oh, this low angle tool, this it'll cut through anything. It'll give you the best results." And I said, "Well, actually, I find that my low angle tools tend to give me more tear out." And so we we did a little test on a piece of squirrely wood and tried cutting uh, with the low angle block plane and the low angle jack plane and my smoothing plane, and and uh, it turns out that the uh, Low angle can have trouble uh, with a standard bevel on your tool cutting through difficult woods. You tend to get more tear out because of the lower cutting angle. It's easier to make the cut, but the cut tends to tear out more ahead of it. Um, so there are uh, things to consider when you want to use a low angle tool for uh, difficult woods. You have to switch out blades and put it in a higher angle blade. And then it can do the work. But the lower cutting angle makes it easier to cut, but tends to increase the risk of tear out. Something to consider. Not getting rid of mine. <laughs> Trust me on that. The other thing this tool does for me is symbolizes a number of things. It's a symbol of my, my effort. It's more than just a dumb, voiceless tool that's, that's there to hack away at some material thrown in the bottom of the toolbox when, when not used. It it has a place of importance in my plain cabinet, so it's always easy to find. I actually have two. Um, and it really represents um, my approach to the work because it's precise. It helps define my desire to do good work. It is a symbol of that effort and need to produce something of value in this world and uh, is far more than just a chunk of steel and a blade that can cut wood some of the time. It is, an, for me, an enduring symbol of the need for quality in my life, um, however short-lived that may be, but it makes sense for me in a time and place where sense sometimes seems to be greatly lacking. And so this tool on my wall is a symbol of that logic I put in my world to do my best work and uh, the hell with the rest of the world. I'm going to try and uh, make my mark by, uh, <laughs> by starving. <laughs> by starving at this work. Oh, well, buy me a cup of coffee on Ko-Fi. Yeah, there you go. Um, I'm going to wrap it up here um, on that on that light note. Uh, I enjoy my work. It's uh, it is a decision. It's a choice in the world today to be uh, someone who works with their hands and not uh, digitally. Um, and so it's uh, it's a great choice. I feel lucky to be able to get into the wood shop, and it's a struggle all the time. Um, if you like what you hear on these podcasts, you can support me on the Ko-Fi link. And if you do, write me a message. Write uh, down a question, and I'll put together a, a list of questions uh, to answer in some future podcast. Um, that will be fun. Um, and as uh, Thomas and I talked about, his favorite tool is the low-angle jack plane. Mine is the low-angle block plane. It is a, uh, a marvel to use and hold and consider. 
Thanks very much. Take care.